0: So welcome to New Hope Community Church, whether you're live or live stream. I know lots of folks watch live streams, so welcome to everybody. If you ever miss a service and you want to catch up, uh, in addition to live stream, everything's saved on uh, on our YouTube site and our Facebook site and our pod bean and our uh, church website. We've got all kinds of different places you can catch up with stuff. We have the whole service and in other places we just have the sermons listed, but uh, you can always catch up anytime, okay? If you grab the Bible on the way in, if you want to turn to Acts 19, if you have your own Bible, that's awesome. Acts 19, we also have the verses up behind us for those uh, that want to just use that, that's okay. But uh, you want to turn to page 926 on the Bible on the way in, if you grab one of the we used to call them pew bibles but what do we call them now chair bibles all right so uh page 926 we're in the book of acts acts 19 and the book of acts if you've been uh following along you know that it's all about victory no matter what no matter what we're going through in our life no matter what we're facing in our life i know everybody here their lives are perfect you don't really need this but some, you might know someone might need something like this but uh victory no matter what through faith in jesus christ and the uh, Power of the Holy Spirit. Power of the Holy Spirit. That's the book of Acts. And we're going to need it today. Just wait till they see this story today. The titles are Spiritual War, Our Spiritual Power. And our spiritual protection, our spiritual war, power and protection, X nineteen one 1 through 16. And speaking of war, interesting phenomenon. I don't know if you've been following what's been going on in the Ukraine because it's not in the news anymore. But uh, in the Ukraine, the uh, many the, – the crazy thing, interesting phenomenon, many people in the Ukraine – we're getting weary of the war, and, and it was only over in the east, not in the west, and, and they weren't directly involved, and so they kind of forgot about the war. I know this sounds incredible, but many people in the western Ukraine, uh, uh, what did I just say? Uh, yeah, Western Ukraine forgot about it. And so I want to make sure I got the east and west, right? So it was only in the east. So there was, there was all these pictures of people dancing in the streets. I don't know if you were following it. Dancing in the streets. And the bars were full again. Uh-huh. Uh, partying. And, and they were ready to bring their families home. Some people were bringing them home. Or they were thinking of bringing their families home. And then the bomb started falling again and woke them all up and woke them up. In fact, uh, Mike Fulmer, as you know, was here not too long ago, and he gave us a chance to sign up for Tima's newsletters. Tima was actually, about 15 years ago, visited us. He has a ministry in the Ukraine, all right? And he, this is a recent letter from Tima, just to kind of give you a picture of what I'm talking about. Today is July 1st, the 20, 128th day of a full-scale war with Russia. Russia's Russian troops continue to shell the cities of Ukraine with missiles. Russian troops are destroying civilian infrastructure. They are bombing shopping centers and houses. Over 100 civilians have been killed in the last week, including children. Unfortunately, there's no safe place in the Ukraine. Many families did plan to return home. But after the last rocket attacks, most of the families changed their plans and decided not to return at this time. Pray for our country. Pray for our families. Pray for peace in our countries. Continue to pray for the occupied territory, for Maripol, and for our Uh, Rusin, who was one of the missionaries there, and everyone who was with him at this difficult time, they still do not have electricity. They still do not have centralized water. People are still being found in destroyed houses. The number of those who were killed in Mirapol exceeds 20,000 people. And just like we've forgotten about the war in Ukraine, many people in the Ukraine had kind of gotten weary of it and kind of moved on and were starting to party again. I know that sounds incredible, right? As incredible as that sounds, though, I think this is a picture of the church in the USA. This is a picture of what has happened to the church in the USA, most of the church. Not all. There's still remnant revivals going on. But the church in America has been oblivious of the spiritual war we are in. We are in a spiritual war. Yes, there's persecution in China. Yes, there's uh, you know the, the Muslim countries. There's persecution, but it's not real to us, right? Not real to us. We can go on with our, our lives. We're not affected by that. Yes, there are demonized people in Africa, right? There's demonized people there, but but we're blind to the same thing here in the USA. And then the bombs started falling. The bombs started falling covid shut down the country covid hit shut down the country there's all these mandates the churches were especially targeted as you know if you worked in you know wanted to go to a casino no problem Don't go, go to church you know uh and it and it, we were targeted with all these special rules for houses of worship and there was a resentment building through this whole time toward christians because they they didn't they didn't love their neighbors like they should they weren't drinking the kool-aid with everybody else right and 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 so there there was a, a lot of Resentment toward Christians, and then the riots exploded. I mean, the protests, but it looked like riots to me. Uh, They, the riots exploded. The whole summer, riot after riot after riot. You know, crazy things going on, and then culminated in in the the real riot in in, uh, the Capitol. You know, at the Capitol, right? Uh, I saw them all one blur myself. But but we had riots all summer, culminating with the, the riot at the Capitol, and now the riots are aimed at. Us, the riots are aimed at the Christians, at the churches. You know, Roe has given them an excuse to aim the bullets our way. There's been so many crisis pregnancy centers. I've been talking about that, and, and, and churches and all kinds of things. Harvest USA, we talked about that last week. Roe has given them an excuse, and we are seeing the demonized morph in a shocking way in America today. And the demonized, when I use that word, in, in the Greek, there's no such thing as demon possession or demon oppression. Everybody uses those terms. There's the, in the Greek, it's demonized. And the idea is it's, it's a degree. It's 1% to 100%. We call the 100% demon possessed. We call someone else down the list oppressed, whatever. But, the, but the, the actual Greek word is demonized, demonized, and it's a degree a thing of degree, and we are seeing the demonized emerge in a whole new way in America. It's always been there, but trying to tell you that, now you can see it, right? It's visible finally, right? But we are in a spiritual war, but we are going to see that we have God's power and protection. And we're going to see this in this story of Acts today. Father, we thank you for the worship, we thank you for our team, and just, just, just the their gifts and leading us into worship we thank you for every person who's here we're here for a purpose whether we're here sitting here or listening or watching lord every person there's a purpose in our life and especially lord i want to pray for anybody who's never put their faith in jesus christ that their eyes would be open open and they would put their faith in jesus today i pray that in jesus name amen Okay, so here we go. This is a passage you won't soon forget. Uh, I'm just going to read off the uh, monitor today. Acts 19, starting with verse one. While Paul was at Corinth, Paul took the road through the interior and arrived at Ephesus. There he found some disciples and asked them, "Did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed?" They answered, "We no, we have not even heard that there is a Holy Spirit." So Paul asked, "Then what baptism did you receive?" John's baptism, they replied. Paul said John's baptism was a baptism of repentance. He told the people to believe in the one coming after him, that is, in Jesus. On hearing this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. When Paul placed his hands on them, the Holy Spirit came on them, and they spoke in tongues and prophesied. They were There were about 12 men in all. Paul entered the synagogue and spoke boldly there for three months, arguing persuasively about the kingdom of God. But some of them became obstinate. They refused to believe and publicly maligned the way. So Paul left them. He took the disciples with him and had discussions daily in the lecture halls of Tyrannus. This went on for two years so that all the Jews and Greeks, who lived in the province of Asia, heard the word of the Lord. God did extraordinary miracles through Paul so that even handkerchiefs and aprons that had touched him were taken to the sick and their illnesses were cured and the evil spirits left them. Some Jews who went around driving out evil spirits tried to invoke the name of the Lord Jesus over those who were demon-possessed. They would say... In the name of Jesus, whom Paul preaches, I command you to come out. Seven sons of Siva, a Jewish chief priest, were doing this. One day the evil spirit answered them, Jesus I know, and I know about Paul, but who are you? Then the man who had the evil spirit jumped up, jumped on them and overpowered them all. He gave them such a beating that they ran out of the house naked and bleeding. Okay. Here we go. We see Paul takes them here, first of all, from John's baptism to the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And notice baptism, very, very important right away. Baptism, we're going to talk about that next week some more. And we see the Jewish radicals say no way to the way. So the result is in verse 9. The result is a positive result, really. But some of them became obstinate. They refused to believe and publicly maligned the way. So Paul left them. He took the disciples With him and had discussions daily in the lecture hall of Tyrannus. This went on for two years so that all the Jews and Greeks in the province of Asia heard the word of the Lord. So we see the result of that very positive. And then we see the very first healing hankies. For those of us who watch TV occasionally, the the evangelists on TV, you know what I'm talking about with healing hankies. But we see the very first ones. Verse 11, God did extraordinary miracles through Paul so that even handkerchiefs, there it is, and aprons that had touched him were taken to the sick and their illnesses were cured. And the evil spirits left them. God did extraordinary. uh, No, I. Okay, I'm sorry. 11, 12, verse 12. Did I read 12? Okay, I'm sorry. I'm trying to do this off the monitor. Sorry about that. So uh, we see the very first healing hankies, but they really work. Unlike the guys on TV, you know, <laughs> what I'm talking about. you got to pay how much money for those healing hankies? Send us $100 or $1,000 and get your own healing hanky, you know. And uh, they're only good for blowing your nose if you buy them from those guys. But uh, But these... Paul's healing hankies really worked and they were free. They didn't have to pay for them. And this sounds incredible because we live in America where, you know, you know, like I said, we've been asleep. But uh, I remember there was a, a, one of my summary professors was telling me about a a church in Nigeria and I I saved this, I never forgot it. A church in Nigeria he was talking about, it had 74,000 adults and 40,000 kids. One church in Nigeria. You know what they're going through now. This was years ago. You know what they're going through now, the persecution. And, and healings were very regular at this church. And one day the pastor led uh, a healing through, f- from the book of Acts, and he actually used healing hankies because he saw it in the book of Acts. He didn't charge anybody. He just said, we can pray for this. And there was a Muslim chief that day who held up his hanky. A Muslim chief was visiting. And and after having that hanky blessed by the pastor, preaching through the book of Acts, asking the Holy Spirit, he went back to his village. And when he got back, a nine-year-old girl had died. Was dead. He said, well... Let's see what this Jesus can do. He laid it on her face. And she came back from the dead. He put his faith in Jesus. Along with the whole tribe. The Holy Spirit's power is for real. But you don't have to pay for it. And you're not going to see it on American TV. It's for real. Uh, and then this brings us to what I really want to focus on, verses the the the, the power encounter in verses 13 to 16. I want to read it again. And just keep your Bibles open to this. Some Jews who went around driving out evil spirits tried to invoke the name of Jesus over those who were demon. I'm sorry, i am got to use this version. Tried to invoke the name of the Lord Jesus over those who are demon-possessed. They would say, in the name of Jesus, whom Paul preaches, I, I command you to come out. Seven sons of Siva, a Jewish priest, were doing this. One day the evil spirit answered, Jesus, I know. And I know about Paul. But who are you? Then the man who had the evil spirit jumped on them and overpowered them all. He gave them such a beating that they ran out of the house naked and bleeding. Who? Power encounter. These seven sons of Siva. Uh, They're sons of a Jewish high priest. It's interesting and ironic that they rejected Jesus Christ as the Messiah, but they still wanted to use his power. Interesting, right? But isn't that what people want today? They don't want Jesus, but if they get sick, oh, praying, right? If they, they're in trouble, oh, oh, praying, praying to Jesus, right? And, uh, but, but, you know, Jesus is just a magic charm. You see the guys shooting their free throws, you know, do, you know doing you know, the cross and shooting their free throws. Jesus is just a magic charm to them, right? In the New Testament time, there was a whole business built around getting rid of demons. A whole business, a whole industry. Many spells from New Testament times have been discovered. These parchments with spells—I didn't even really get to read them. They're so ridiculous. But but they, people would buy these spells and use these spells. Read these over someone who was demonized, and they could actually hire an exorcist, a ghostbuster. They could hire them uh, to come and uh, you know exterminate the demons, get them out of there, right? Uh, g- ghostbusters, exterminators, getting rid of the demons, right? And sometimes it worked with the weaker demons. There's different levels of demons. If you study Scripture, you know that. There's different levels of demons. And they could harass the weaker ones until they left. You could harass them different ways, and they would finally leave. But not when they ran up against the powerful demons, the stronger demons. And that's when they tried to use the name of Jesus, who Paul preached. All right? Because they knew that Paul was driving out every demon instantly. Through the name of Jesus. Driving them out. Didn't have to harass them. In the name of Jesus, they were gone. And so they knew that. But God will not be used. God will not be used. We see that in the scripture over and over. Remember the Israelites? They're going to battle. They were worshiping idols, but they got to go fight the Philistines. So, oh, let's go dig up the ark and take it into battle with us. You know what I'm talking about? And look what happened. Defeated. God will not be used. It will not be used. You can't mess with demonic forces without Jesus Christ, really having Jesus Christ, without putting your faith in Jesus Christ and having the Holy Spirit inside of you. And the demons won't be abused. God won't be used and demons won't be abused as the seven sons of Siva found out about. Jesus I know. How did they know Jesus? They knew him very well. He threw them out of heaven. Remember what Jesus said? I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. They knew Jesus. Very well. They used to have to worship him in heaven until a third of the angels followed Satan out because, well, they were thrown out because they didn't want to worship. They wanted to be worshipped too. Uh, so, they, G- Jesus I know, and I know about Paul. Right? They knew all about Paul. We fear him because he has the Holy Spirit's power. We see him go, going all throughout Asia, casting out demons. We know. But but who are you? And who are they? Nothing. No one. And then the demons beat them up and stripped them naked. And uh, we won't go into all that. But they ran out of the house naked and bleeding. Naked and bleeding. Never mess with demons without the blood of Jesus Christ. Or you will be bleeding. Never mess with demons without the blood of Jesus Christ. Today, there are many exorcists. They advertise and there's these religious experts that go around with their holy water to get rid of the demons. And there's a lot of New Age People go around, they claim they can get rid of the, the negative spirits. Not the, good, not the good spirits, the negative spirits. They can get rid of them, right? Uh, there's lots of, lots of these experts. And, and other ones, uh, there's other ways that people use uh, to get rid of demons or to at least get them under control. Did you know that? There's, uh, medically, they use medicine. They use pills on these people. Uh, they try to dull the demonize and that 's what they try to do and Listen not all mental illness is demonic, but a lot of it is and it 's not hard to figure out which is and which isn 't uh it, it, it's there's a there's a lot of what we call you know mental health struggles that are really it's really demon demonic but it it works you can dull the, the weaker demons but you can't dull the stronger demons and in time the fully demonized people are going to uh going to still do bad things no matter what you put them on look what's going on with all the shootings in america are you following the shootings in America? Are you connecting the dots of encouraging you? What, you know, these shooters, they're, they're finding a common thread. They're finding a common thread for these shooters, uh, the, the violent shooters there. They're finding a common thread, and that is that they're using drugs, specifically, they're heavy pot smokers. Have you followed that story? Oh, you haven't. I guess only a few. Yeah, some of you have. The reason is because the media won't touch it. Why? Because the media won't touch it because most of them smoke pot. You know, that's why they're pushing for legalized. And this, I'm not joking. It's true. They, they're trying to push for legalized pot because most of the media smoke it. You Read Hollywood. These Hollywood celebrities, uh, read, they all smoke pot. If their life is so great, why do they got to smoke pot every day? Every day. Because I'm so anxious. That's what those celebrities over and over again. They need it because they can't function without it. But but these shooters, the common thread they're finding, and the doctors are starting to point it out, and and mental health experts are starting to point it out, that that they they smoke heavy pot, heavy pot users. And that is because that is a demonic door. That is a demonic door. Article, I just ran off an article here, uh, uh, connecting – I'm just going to read the headline here. Uh, there's a warning that, that the high THC use I- I- is also connected to increased psychoses. Psychoses. Interesting. You, you look at someone who has psychoses and you and you compare that to the Bible and demonic – demonizing. Interesting parallels there, right? Because whenever you use drugs uh, – you you have you squelch the will you open up your mind that's why so much the with psychedelic drugs is is so common with with demon possession and i've talked to people who've used them very heavy and they're like what scared them away from this?" they knew they were dealing with demons and 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 it's because when you take away your will you open up a a, a window to let, let and so when you keep smoking that pot and the high th use, and then not only with it was, uh, psychosis and violence and suicide. Heavy marijuana use, psychosis, violence, and suicide. If you study what's going on in Colorado and, and talk to the emergency room doctors and nurses, our media won't touch it. You can only get it on a couple of different me- news medias, you know where. And uh, and so the they won't touch it, because. But, but it's crazy what's going on. It's opening demonic doorways. So many people, I talk to, well, I smoke it because I'm bipolar. I smoke because I'm depressed. No, you you had normal issues before, but because you smoke it, you developed into the so-called bipolar. Because you smoke it, you have this intense depression. Because you smoke it, now you have uh, suicidal thoughts day and night. It's because you fractured your brain. You've opened up a, a demonic doorway. And I'm not saying we can't be depressed without that, or but but someone when we have a, a problem in our life, let's say oh, I'll use depression. We well, so many of us struggle with depression. You know, you get that. We, we have a, a problem with depression, but we're still functional. But then we start to smoke marijuana, high TH, and next thing you know, it's overwhelming depression. And now it's heavy suicidal thoughts. And, and that's what it does. It opens the demonic doors, the demonic doors. And, and it multiplies our problems, multiplies our struggles, magnifies them because it's a demonic doorway. Always connect The dots. Connect the dots. When you see this stuff, you know, psychoses and and drugs and and violent shooters that, these shooters that are killing everybody that they all smoke by, they've opened demonic doorways. People shooting people, they're demonized. They are completely demonized. Possessed. That's what they're, that's what, that's what we're seeing. We are in a spiritual war. We're not in a mental health crisis. We are in a spiritual war. Don't forget it. Ephesians 6, verse 10. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in His mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. Now, here it goes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. We are in a spiritual war. Last week, we uh, had First Friday. Terry Noble uh, got us all out there for First Friday, a lot of us. And we're praying at the Planned Parenthood. And we saw the result. This is right after the First... First time we were praying as a, a group there after, uh, after Roe versus Wade was overturned, and we saw a war there. You could. First of all, there's a lot of people showed up, you know, for life and 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 praying. And there's an excitement. There's electricity there. The Holy Spirit was working, and and there was a lot of excitement. And they were trying to reach these girls going in. But then we saw the 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 escorts who we call death escorts were trying to get them in, and and we're nobody's harassing, and we're just saying hey, and offering them help in the name of Jesus. And, and but these people are trying to stop us. But, but you just people are coming by, and some people are honking and waving. And some people are cursing us out and saying all. Oh, Kinds of uh, tolerant things, and uh, the and, but we we saw the war. We could we could see it, and 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 I just kept I just kept reminding different people that you know I was talking to. Listen, these people are not the enemy. These people are prisoners of war. They're not the enemy. They are POWs. Second Corinthians four 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 says the God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers so they cannot see the light of the gospel that displays the glory of Christ who is the image of God. The God of this age has blinded them. They're, they're just, they're just, they're POWs. And then right after that we went out to a lunch, a group of us from the church and some other people from the, the group there. We went to lunch and we got connected with one of the waitresses and she had a story to tell. She knew what we were doing, why we were there. And, and remember, she came up and started talking to us. And told us her story, and she said, I was once at Planned Parenthood. Not the one we were at, but one, not the one we knew. And people from our group were at that one at the time. We connected the dots to who was there. And she goes, I was in there, and I didn't, I just was struggling. Everybody was pressuring me not to have my fourth baby. Don't have that fourth baby. You can't afford it. You shouldn't have it. And pressuring, pressuring. And I was sick about it. They, they, I went to the Planned Parenthood. And they're, you know, trying to get me to abort the baby. And I was just sick about it. And, and, uh, and I didn't know what to do. And, and she looked out the window. Was that right, Terry? She looked out the window, saw the people out there praying, came out, saw the, the, the people praying, came out, started talking to them. They offered her help. They offered her hope. She never went back in. Now she has a beautiful daughter. That is the spiritual war that we're in. We have to see it's spiritual, that this baby was saved. We have incredible spiritual power. Are we realizing that power? Second Corinthians 10, 3 to 5. Uh, for though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of this world. On the contrary, they have divine power power to demolish strongholds we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ Jesus that is our that is how we fight we have this incredible power does hell know about us remember paul we know about paul does hell know about us what are the demons saying about us what are they saying are they saying don't worry about them they're asleep. They're woke, but they're asleep. Right? Or or are they saying, watch out for that one. Don't let them near, near any of our POWs. They're going to tell them about Jesus. What are they saying? What is hell saying about us? Uh, do, because demons fear true Christians. True Christians. Not these... Fake apostate ones. God is separating the wheat from the weeds all over the place. Even pastors and churches that we thought were solid, gone. They never were there. They were false the whole time. They're just, they were always a weed. God is just exposing the sheep and the goats, the wheat and the weeds. He's exposing it. But demons fear true Christians who are saved by faith who are living by faith, who are sanctified, who are fighting sin. Every time we sin, we open ourselves up to Satan's attacks, right? Put on, what is the, the armor of Ephesians 6? Put on the breastplate of righteousness. The breastplate of righteousness protects the internal organs, the the you know, our heart protects it. And but but when we sin, but uh, Satan fears those demons fear those who are who are sanctified, who are fighting sin, who are under the blood of Jesus Christ. I must say the blood of Jesus Christ a thousand times a day. Under the blood of Jesus Christ. I pray that a thousand times a day. If you see me going like this, I'm probably saying the blood of Jesus Christ. A thousand times a day. Are we living by the power of the Holy Spirit? We, listen, we, it's real. We are seeing it, but it's always been real. Uh, years ago, I was, uh, you know, I've told you a lot of different stories, but I've never told you this one. Years ago, there was a, a woman who called in, in front of a, uh, somebody in our church said, we, I need help praying. There. My house, there's like a demonic force there. You know, this is crazy. I just don't know what to do. No one can help me. And so I took a couple of the elders over, and we met with her, and we started praying with her and talking to her. And it was a demonic oppression in the house. There was some kind, something was going on there. Didn't know what the source was. We are praying about it, trying to figure it out. And while we're talking to her and praying, her daughter comes down the stairs. She's like 12 years old and she comes down the stairs and uh she goes oh here's my daughter Le- I almost said the name uh, here's my daughter and uh she and and as her daughter gets to the bottom of the steps she drops to the ground turns into a lion like acted like a lion a beast just started growling and you know like you know you know nice kitty stay there stay there you know you know <laughs> what is going on you know there was a source you know that somehow there was a doorway daughter i I can't even remember what the door was, but but she turned into a, a, a lion. It was crazy. We prayed the blood of Jesus. We prayed, to cast the demon out of her. But but when we left, she, this girl was in her right mind, and that was done. And she was just uh, glowing. It was just a beautiful thing. And uh, got involved in the church and the youth group. But just just beautiful. But that 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 is the spiritual war that we are in. It's just it's 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 it's, it's, it's real. It's real. And they cannot stand, demons cannot stand against us. If we are have put our faith in Jesus Christ and we have the power of the Holy Spirit, they can't stand against us. Do you have that power and protection? Have you ever put your faith in Jesus Christ? Have you ever done that? There's only one way to have that protection. John 3.16 says... For God so loved the world, that He gave His one and only Son, that whoever believes in Him shall not perish, but have eternal life. The moment you put your faith in Jesus Christ, you, the Holy Spirit comes into you, and you now have protection and power that no demon no demon in hell can stand against Jesus Christ. But if you have never done that, you are a sitting duck. You are a sitting duck. If you don't know Jesus Christ, if you never put your faith in him, the Ephesians 2 talks about what, I'm going to tell you what you are. It's what every one of us was, where we were. As for you, you are dead in your transgressions and sins, in which you used to live when you followed the ways of the world and of the ruler of the kingdom of the air the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient if you've never put your faith in Jesus Christ you are following satan and we're seeing that aren't we in america it's exposed but every even if you're a good person you're still following satan you are you're under his control you are a zombie you're a zombie uh, and I know because I was a zombie. We all were. Uh, I don't know if you know, There, uh, you hear the cicadas starting to do their buzzing. But there's something called the, the, the zombie cicadas. And I just thought this was really interesting. The, it's true, zombie cicadas. Uh, there's a, The experts explain the fungus-infected insects. And this is what happens to some of them. Not all of them, but to some of them. This is what happens. There's a fungus. These cicadas are infected with a parasitic, psychedelic fungus. All right. They have their bodies are rotting and they engage in hypersexual practices. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Here we go. Uh, Cicadas. Uh, But you didn't know about that. Watch out. Zombie cicadas look like your typical cicadas, except for their genitals, their butt and abdomen have been replaced with a white fungus spores that start shedding as they fly around. Did you know that? So if you see a cicada with, like, a white butt, watch out, all right? Uh, uh, how do, how, this is true, how do zombie cicadas behave? Uh, the, the, these, the fungus has, contains chemicals, including the ones that are found in hallucinogenic mushrooms, it, that can mess with their minds of the zombie cicadas. They're also big on mating. Infected males will mate with females, but they're unsuccessful because their backside is a fungus plug. At the same time, they're spreading this fungus around like an STD. Uh Uh-huh. Infected males are so hypersexualized, in fact, that they'll pretend to be females so that other males will mate with them, exposing... You're connecting dots, aren't you? Uh, Exposing those healthy males... To the fungus in the process, exposing those hungry, uh, healthy males to the fungus in the process. Can zombie cicadas hurt you? Yes, be afraid. No, no, no. No, they can't. No. He warns against eating zombie cicadas, the scientists. Because people have actually asked, if I eat the zombie cicada, will I get high? They're actually, this is what people do, right? They'll do anything, right? He he warned against doing that. Uh, He's also said you probably have to eat about a dozen of them to get high, so there's that problem, too. So, yeah, are are you connecting the dots to this? Does does that sound familiar to anybody here? The sexual depravity in the USA today, right? Uh, we, We see zombies everywhere. Romans 1.31, where Paul says they are senseless, faithless, heartless, ruthless. We're seeing that in, in our, our, our country today. Look what just happened July 4th, the shooting. That guy is demonized. Look, just look at him. He's demonized. You don't have to even know what he's doing. He's demonized. He, the Texas shooting where they shot the kids in the school, demonized individuals. The Christmas parade when the guy mowed everybody down with his car, which probably most of you didn't even hear about that, right? Uh, demonized demonized the the florida shooting remember a couple years ago the guy who shot everybody in florida and his brother i'll never forget his brother said oh somebody needs to help him we tried to help him we know he's demon possessed he knew it the family knew he was possessed but the mental health experts couldn't help him with a pill right there was no box for demon possession but the brother said we know he was demon possessed we couldn't find anybody to help where are the churches our only protection from demonization is putting our faith in Jesus Christ and having the power of the Holy Spirit. And even as Christians, we can leave ourselves vulnerable. If we're not careful, we can open doors and open windows to it. We can leave ourselves vulnerable. Ephesians 4, 26 and 7. This is for Christians. Do not, in your anger, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you're still angry. And do not give the devil a foothold. Anger and a lot of other things can give the devil a foothold. I've talked about it many times here. There are many footholds that we can give the devil and it's very important that we we don't give them a a foothold. Christians, have we closed every door and every window? Have we broken every stronghold? And we have the book, Victory Over Darkness and the Bondage Breaker, uh, both back there. Talk to me. We have lots of people that will take you through the books and encourage you and help you. We all have strongholds in our life. We all have footholds. We just need help breaking them. Sometimes we can do it, just us and Jesus. Sometimes we need the body of Christ confess your sins one to another we need the body of Christ we need someone who can come alongside of us but we have to break those have you broken those footholds and and have you put your faith if you're not here as a Christian yet have you put your faith in Jesus Christ are you under the blood of Jesus Christ let's pray are you under the blood of Jesus Christ As we go to this time of prayer, how is the Holy Spirit speaking to you? Maybe for the first time you're understanding that you are a sitting duck. That you are a a zombie. That the God of this age has blinded you. That you are following the God of this age and air. But you don't have to be. Those cicadas are doomed, but you are not doomed. Doomed. Because the Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. You can be set free. You can, you can have your sight restored to you. You can be set free. You can be given a brand new life that starts this very second and goes out through all of eternity in heaven with God someday by putting your faith in Jesus Christ. You can do it right now. Now, whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. The simple prayer of faith. God, I I repent. I don't want the sin anymore. I don't want the garbage anymore. I don't want the shame anymore. I don't want to be a, a prisoner of war anymore to Satan or sin or the world. I repent I put my faith in Jesus. His death on that cross for me. For my sin. His resurrection from the dead for me to give me a brand new life. I put my faith My trust, my hope. I give my life to Jesus. If you have put your faith in Jesus, get ready because something amazing, dramatic, powerful has happened to you, you're going to be in for the shock of your life. The Holy Spirit is living in you. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone, the new has come. You will never be the same. I want to encourage you to tell somebody if you have a family member, a friend here, or someone at work, or so, tell somebody ASAP. Tell somebody. Tell me on the way out. Fill out the card, stick it in the box. Text me, call me. Tell somebody so that we can be excited for you, and encourage you, and help you to learn how to fight the spiritual battles. For those of us who are already Christians, how is the Holy Spirit? Convicting us. Maybe there's a stronghold in our life. A door that needs closing. A window that needs slamming shut. A promise in scripture that needs to be claimed. Would you do that now? Pray that prayer of sanctification now. And maybe you're here and there's something that's been haunting you for a long time. You know you're not going to beat it by yourself. You need the body of Christ. Commit. Right now, commit, God, I'm going to talk to a trusted brother or sister in Christ. I'll talk to Pastor Chuck. I'll talk to Kim. I'll talk to somebody and start my healing process. Make that commitment to do that this week. Father, I pray that we would know the power of the blood of Jesus Christ. And in this demonized culture, We would experience the Holy Spirit's power and there would be a revival, be it a remnant or a full-scale spiritual awakening, that we would see revival in Jesus' name.